In studio with Paul Rivard. He is the service manager at Auto Care Plus's facility in the Queen City at 991 Candia Road. They also have four other facilities now, one in Merrimack, which is the original Auto Care Plus, at uh, 738 Daniel Webster Highway, just south of the Bedford border. I was, uh, true story, I was taking a, a ride with my wife down that way. And she's like, oh, wow, look, there's the Auto Care Plus. I'm like, <laughs> That's right, just south of the Bedford border. Gotta love the landmarks. Yeah, <laughs> taking a we're taking our daughter to a set sports complex down there. She plays indoor soccer. Oh, um, in Bedford there. Yeah, yeah. The um, New Hampshire sports parks. Yes, and uh, I think we went too far and had to turn around. I forget exactly why we drove by it, but there you were. If you were going south, you went too far. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were. And uh, so that's at seven thirty-eight Daniel Webster Highway, just south of the Bedford border in Merrimack. And then, for those of you who go up north, if you go to uh, the Lakes region, there's one in Wolfboro at uh, 28 Center Street, or it's Center, no, Route 28, which is Center, Center Street. Center Street, right. And then a new one up in Conway. So if you're up in the White Mountain region, you need a little, uh, you know, maintenance or repair, they're yeah, up I believe there. it's right on 16. Route 16. And on, uh, if you go down east, head out to the main, uh, the Mall of Maine or the Main Mall, in South Portland, they're right across the street. AutoCarePlus.com is where you can get a fix on all their locations. Check out what used cars they have for sale. Find out why they call themselves your dealer alternative. And uh, take a gander at the AutoCare clubs and things like that that make it easy for you to do your routine maintenance. Keep you on track. Give you a discount for doing it. And hopefully avoid the major repairs that come when you don't. It's all at AutoCarePlus.com. Oh, by the way, just a little icing on the cake. Five-year, 50,000-mile warranty, parts and labor, good nationwide. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Rich. How are you? Great. I mean, do you need to talk now? We just said, oh, you know. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, you need to teach about us about our cars or... or the weather. You, you know, a little excitement across the street, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, to... <laughs> I pulled in this morning, and the, the, the signings melted off the building next door, too. It, did you notice that the building is gone? Well, yeah, I noticed that. That <laughs> was like, the obvious part. But... You know, because I've had a couple people mention the melted siding and not realizing that the building that caused the siding to melt oh. was gone. <laughs> no, no, I, I saw the By building. the way, did you notice it completely blew away, like, entire sections of the plastic fence between the two of them? There are a couple, you know... I didn't realize there was a plastic fence there, so. Yeah, well, there are a couple of them <laughs> completely evaporated, but a couple of them looked like, uh, you know, marshmallows over a campfire. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, the funny thing is, is that was supposed to be an auto parts distributorship. Uh, they were going to tear it down anyway, from what I understood, O'Reilly's. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was going to be a parts distributorship for O'Reilly, O'Reilly's auto parts, and... Um, my information is, and I haven't really uh, done anything to verify it, so it could be wrong. Probably not, but could be. Is that uh, they, they took over the building a couple years ago? It's been vacant for at least a year, probably close to the time since they took it over. Um, and they've been hung up at the Goffstown Planning Board. Oh, maybe the Planning Board will help them out now, seeing that it's an eyesore and a yeah, well, yeah. bunch of rubble. And yeah, well, it was an eyesore before, going. but you know they were always going to demolish it. So maybe this is just good luck for them. Who knows? There you go. But, you you know, it's funny that you mentioned the weather because, you know, 60 degrees, 30 degrees, up and down. Do do vehicles react any better to, you know, the sudden, you know, and daily changes of temperature like that than than people do? Uh, Not not too, too much. It's that's not drastic enough of a change. Okay. Um, I think we should just start talking about um, spring. Getting your cars ready, getting over the winter. What Already, the heck gets huh? here? Let's do it. Okay. And, and everybody can blame me if it starts snowing after. <laughs> <laughs> Spring is sprung. Get it. your car See? done. Yeah, there you go. Um, 
just the basic things. Um, for a lot of people that don't drive that much in the wintertime, the elderly or people just don't feel comfortable, get your car back out, get it down to the shop, get it checked out, get your oil changed, get all your fluids checked, go through everything, tires, pressures set, all of that. Uh, Is it too it's... late? I mean, I mean, as it warms up, should you have the tires checked again? Or Yes, yeah. Um, colder weather, your tire pressure is going to be lower than it is in warmer weather. So as the temperatures warm up, your tire pressure is actually going to increase a little bit. Cool. Better gas mileage. Um, cue in the uh, Patriots football deflate gate deflate comments. Gate. <laughs> um, <laughs> 606-6762. Uh, um, but yeah, the, the, the tire pressure does change with temperature. It's not that drastic of a change, but yeah, you want to have them set now that the weather's starting to get a little bit warmer to, to the weather we're starting to get into. And hopefully this sticks around with us and we're done. I don't know what uh, what Al will have to say later, but um, the trend seems to be, I mean, I, I always watch like long-term a couple weeks out, and the trend seems to be that it's not going to be that much colder at least the next couple weeks. So um, I would say we start you know, focusing on getting the cars back in, getting them checked out for spring. Uh, start scheduling appointments. If, you, if you're one that has your car detailed in the spring after a bad winter, now's the time to start scheduling that. Those people usually get very busy. Get them okay. good wash, good wax done to them. Get all the you know winter road grime and everything off there as well. So, I mean, what are some – I mean, we – it's what, am I just bringing my car in for a general sort of maintenance check? Are there specific things that um, we really need to look at aside from the you know the tire pressures? Specific things we really need to look at to make sure that the car is, quote-unquote, ready for spring. And why would you need to get it ready for spring? I would think coming out of winter and going into spring, it would be car going, ah. It is to a point, but you want to make sure that you didn't cause any damage in the winter that you're maybe not aware of. Like hit a good pothole, bent a wheel, caught something underneath the car, drove through that snowbank and tore off a plastic shield. Things like that. Make sure you didn't do anything to the car over the winter that you haven't really paid attention to because Mm -hmm. it's just been too cold to kind of look around the car or uh, you just haven't had it in the shop for a while. So you want to just make sure everything is up to snuff where it's going to be now that the weather's starting to warm up. Um, check all the fluids, check your antifreeze, make sure the, the, the boiling point now. So now you're going to start looking ob- obviously not only at the, the freeze point of the antifreeze, but the boiling point as well. Make sure it didn't de- de- diminish or deplete at all over the winter as well. Gotcha. Um, I usually... I'm one that does a good detail and a good cleaning and a wax before the winter and after the winter just to make sure that, you know, the, it's ready to go for the next season because with all the chemicals dumped on the roads and everything else and the sand and salt that as you're driving down the road, your car kind of gets sandblasted by that stuff from the cars in front of you. You want to get all that off there to, to preserve the finish and, and make sure that your car is going to last and not kind of corrode and rust away. Okay. So, I mean, how often, because, you know, we we hear this and... To be sure, I pull into the the gas station that's got one of those, uh, you know, car washes on site, and I, uh, you know, contemplate running my car through it. Um, uh, but here, here's the thing that, I, in order to get the undercarriage wash, right, you got to get the full Monty, and it's not the extra three bucks to get the full Monty that bothers me. It's all the the wax and gunk that they spray onto the car that basically traps all the dirt that they don't clean off, and then you have to go, you know. Scrub it off. You take a day to scrub it off in the summer. But do you really need to have the undercarriage of the car done? I would as, – as much as you can in the wintertime with the amount of chemicals and whatnot that gets dropped on the roads around here. Because they're my- dropping that brine solution, the pre-prep. Yeah. That stuff is nasty to cars. Really? You, you might as well just start eating away at it. Um, that, that is very harsh to um, the undercarriage of the cars. That's what we're seeing cars, some of them, starting to corrode quicker than they were years ago. 
Really? And um, they're using better coatings and everything under the cars, and we're still seeing, you know, things rot away that we're scratching our heads saying, why are they so premature? And it's the brine. Uh, well, I can't tell you that's the only thing, but um, that solution they're putting down, I'm, I've been told by many people, is very caustic as far as cars are concerned. Because, well, you know, and, and uh, I seem to have a knack for pulling into the gas station with the report of another storm on the way. So a lot of times I just kind of throw up my hands and say, well— the day after next, it's going to get trashed again, so why bother? Am I, is my thinking wrong there? So you take a shower in the morning, you're going to get dirty in the daytime. You do not take a shower because you're going to get dirty, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, it doesn't, cost me, it doesn't cost me 15 bucks to take a shower. Well, you can find – so what, what I do is I go – Good to, analogy, by the way, but it doesn't cost <laughs> me 15 bucks to take a shower. Well, what I do is I go to – Usually the same car wash all the time, and I buy one of their five or six packs, kind of like what we have in our business. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's a discounted rate, and I get the – so the basic service – so it's the car wash, the dry, and the undercarriage. They have a package that just has those three items without the waxes and oh, the really? other, the yeah, other issues. I haven't found that here in the city yet. Um, um, I guess to plug somebody else, Infinity on 2nd Street. Oh, okay. Um, they have – I believe it's 10 bucks a wash. Okay. And, and that includes the undercarriage. And that includes the undercarriage. Yeah. And I um, have a, they they have punch cards where you do seven and your eighth ones free or something. I forget exactly what the numbers are, but so that's what I do. I mean, I'm usually up around there once or twice a week. So if it's dirty, I just go in and get it washed. And yes, if it's going to be bad three days later, you still got the the majority of what's on there off. Because keep in mind, salt that's dried onto the underside or the sides of your vehicle when it gets wet reactivates. Right. You want to get it off there. You don't want it to get so wet. So if the it's next if it's on there and it's dry, it's not a problem. <laughs> Till it gets wet. Till it gets wet. But which it doesn't go- stay wet for going, very long. Which it's going to do. Yes, yeah, as soon as you go through the car wash. But it- <laughs> you're killing me. The car wash is washing it off. <laughs> Who's on first? Uh, oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, a bit. That was funny stuff. There you go. All right. So. Um, but yeah, it's very important to keep your cars clean. I mean, I, I get your point. You know, yeah, it's going to be crummy for the next three weeks straight. The only thing I will say for sure, if like we got a couple of weeks ago with the cold snap of, all right, it's not going to get above freezing for the next three or four days. Don't go through the car wash that day. Oh, because you may not get your doors open the following morning because the dryers don't work super good, and the water will get down between the um, the gaskets, the rubber gaskets, the seals around the doors. Next thing you know, you go to try to open the door and you got, you know, both feet on the side of the car and you're pulling on the handle and you break the handle off the door because it's just iced shut. Oh, we're getting so. uh, we're getting feedback from one of our audience members. Uh, John in Manchester sends us a note. Kerners on South Willow has a basic package with undercarriage. There you go. All right. See, all you got to do is I ask a question just, to your listeners and they'll fill you right in. I guess I get to have to get away from my gas station uh, drive throughs Yeah, well, <clears throat> some of them aren't so bad. Um, no, do you I use the touchless it, one or use the one with actual? Uh, well, the ones, uh, the ones at the gas stations are always touchless. Okay. So, and if I do it, that's typically where I do it because I'm filling up and it's right there. And it's like, all right, that car's well, a disaster. The thing I've so. noticed if you go to the actual car washes, a lot of them will actually scrub the entire car before they put it through the car wash. So you get it like double cleaned. Yeah. And it doesn't cost you anymore. It's almost the go. same price. Double clean. Is you, you, you know, did the double mint twins walk through the door here? <laughs> double clean, double mint? No. Double your fun? All right. So, um, yeah, about that too because there have been some mornings <clears throat> where um, I've gone to open up my truck. I don't have a garage and it's like, Argh. oh, and <clears throat> you got to pry it open. Is there something that can be done to those rubber seals that um, would make them less likely to uh, to freeze or be stuck or 
do they need to be replaced? Is there some kind of uh, lubricant or uh, additive? I, I would say no, you wouldn't have to replace them. I don't know about anything for, that would treat them for the freezing itself, but you can put a, and I believe it's a silicone-based dressing on it. Um, you don't want to put anything petroleum-based on there because it will cause yeah, the rubber to and swell rubber out. Yeah, right, they, right. It doesn't work. Um, but there's silicone-based um, – and I'm trying to think of what uh, – there's a name of one I've seen around. They actually make a dressing for a all dressing? the – Yeah, they call it a dressing for all the rubber components. You basically put it on a, a small rag and you just wipe around all your, your rubber seals and they things like that. put it like on that. the side so it doesn't mess up the rest of the salad? <laughs> Not that kind of dressing. Oh, they call it a dressing. What do you want me to tell you? That's what it's called. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, they, they, there are chemicals out there. If you go to most of your major auto parts store and you get into the you know waxes and cleaners aisle, I'm sure you'll find a um, a rubber type dressing that it's probably also marketed for the black rubber bumper covers and things like that as well. Not the same thing that you would use on your tires though. And I'm getting word from uh, John, the big man. Uh oh. Who says we detail cars in Wolfboro? Yes, we do. So those of you heading north or up there already, and believe it or not, we have listeners all over the state. If you were to take a look at a map, the people who stream us from uh, our website all over the state. So if you're in Wolfboro, for whatever reason, you can get your car detailed at uh, Auto right. Care Plus. We have a dedicated detail bay over there. And a you know, I, I, it guy surprises me job. to be honest with you. It surprises me that more more garages like yours don't do that because I know if you did, I I would take regular advantage of it. It's such a pain in the neck for me to go to a third party. I get a good amount of requests, and I'll tell you, if I had the room, I would do it. But I, I we're just not big enough. I don't have enough room in the shop because that takes up. You have to have a dedicated area for that. You yeah. have to be able to do it inside. Obviously, in the winter time because of the colder weather. Uh, you have to contain all the solvents and everything you're rinsing off and all of that. But, um, yeah, you and the dedicated area you need needs to be kind of blocked off or, or, or curtained off from the rest of the shop because if the guy's rinsing the car off and rinsing across the roof and he sprays the technician working next to him, who's doing a brake job or something, that guy's not going to be happy. Oh, get over so, it. It's just a little water. You'll dry yeah. out. 30-degree water when it's 40 degrees outside or 30 degrees outside is great. Now, environmentally, are those uh, you know those, those detail shops, I mean, are there any regulations because of all the soap that goes down the drain or anything? Most of the stuff is biodegradable that we use now. Yeah. Um, there, there's still some, and I don't know if we use it up in Wolfboro. I can't speak for what they actually use for chemicals, but I know... When you get into a lot of like your your diamond plate aluminums and and different, yeah. so, there's some acids and whatnot to clean those surfaces. Really, really, you've got to contain that stuff because yeah, that is yeah. dangerous. But you know, up, of course, it makes sense. You have it up in Wolfboro because you that's where your primary uh, auto uh, used auto sales yes. operation is. But you know, now that's it, we'll close it out on this. If people. Uh, you know, are looking for a used car, they can find what you your inventory online at autocareplus.com. If there's something up there, so I know you sell some in Merrimack too, but right. if, there's, if there's one oh, up there, if there's ever in a car, a car that somebody's interested in, we can bring it down. Absolutely. We can right. bring it down to either, you know, any of the other locations. Um, you know, get you set up to take a test drive and, and, and whatnot. Take John, John just sent a light. Holding tanks and pump outs. God forbid soap gets into the lake. <laughs> right. On that note. John, thanks for tuning in up there in uh, Conway. Or are you in Wolfboro? I don't know where you are. he's in Conway. He's in morning. Conway. Thanks for tuning in. And all of you, thanks for your messages and notes. Paul, as always, it's good to have you in the house so we thanks, know Rich. what to do to make sure our car does not uh, end up having to see you for thousands of dollars worth of otherwise avoidable repairs. There you go. Unlike me, where I just had to have the thousands of dollars of unavoidable repairs. Yeah, but you haven't had to do much for quite a while, so it's not awful. Not awful. 
Just it's just painful. I know. <laughs> just painful. All right. And I want to I want to thank uh, Scott in particular because he kind of walked me through what all my different options were, and here's the best way to prioritize what you need to do. And we got a plan together, and we did it. So thanks yeah, to yeah, he's real good at breaking that stuff out and kind of guiding people the right way to to get it done. To, Make it as easy as possible. And it's all at autocareplus.com. I am way out of time. Josh, do what you can with what I left you what, what with what I left you to work with. It's what I left you to work with. It's what I left you to work with. It's what I 